Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Don't touch the table, Luke, because if you touch the table, that happens. You see, it all goes, it's an earthquake. An earthquake happens, not a real one, thankfully. Uh, but I can't touch this table. I can't lean on it because when I lean on it, that happens. So no touching the table. I can't wait to get a new desk. I cannot wait to move in to my new, what shall I call it, office, studio, recording space, pod room. I can't wait because I'm going to have a fitted desk, a desk that is actually attached to the wall, not a desk which is sitting on wobbly legs like this one. And it'll be a desk made of wood because this one is made of glass. So anything that I do on it makes a lot of noise. So I'm looking forward to a nice wooden desk. Okay, Let's start properly. I hope that the light is right. It's hard to get the light right, but it's okay. Hello there. Hello, listeners. Hello, video viewers. Welcome to episode number 750 of Luke's English Podcast. I haven't really decided what the title of the episode will be yet, but working title, which might be the eventual title, is episode 750, An Unedited Ramble slash how to talk about being busy in English. So yeah, an, un- an, un- an unedited ramble. So I'm just going to just talk um, in quite an unfocused way. And uh, then also I will actually do some language stuff and we're going to look at some vocab for how to describe being busy. Okay, so this is episode 750. I'm reading from some notes on my screen And also, I will be speaking spontaneously too. I'm going to do a combination of both of those things. I'll try not to repeat myself too much. Uh, This is episode 750, a sort of a landmark number, isn't it? It's a round number. Those round numbers, like 100, 150, 200, uh, it feels, when you're doing a podcast, it feels like you should mark the occasion in some way. Uh, So episode 750, I've decided to mark the occasion this time by having a general ramble on the podcast. Plus, I needed to do that. I felt like it was, when was the last time I did this was in at the end of August. And uh, I I like to do episodes where I'm a bit more focused and specific. Um, That's obviously very good, and I'm sure that you appreciate it. But then sometimes I just feel the need to do completely unfocused episodes as well, where I just empty my thoughts into the microphone and uh, you can listen to it too. So those those episodes, episodes like this, we call we? Who's we? You, I. <laughs> I call them rambling episodes. Um, okay, right. So 
episode 750, a landmark number. Actually, uh, on iTunes, it says I've got 764 episodes. So this will be 765. So there's 15 episodes that I haven't counted. But maths was never my strong point. But maybe those episodes are like bonus episodes or ones with no number. Anyway, episode 750. I thought I would mark the occasion by having a ramble. And as much as possible, this is unedited. I'm going to try not to edit this. Uh, We'll see if I manage that. I mean, if, if someone comes to the door, if it's a postman or a delivery or something, and I have to rush off to answer the door, then obviously I will cut those moments out. And if something else happens, I don't know. Like if I... If I spill my tea, I don't know. But I'm going to try not to edit. So yeah, these episodes, rambling episodes, uh, these are when I empty my mind into the microphone and just kind of speak my thoughts out loud to you in a spontaneous way in order to just let you know what's going on with me in podcast land at the moment. I hope this isn't too self-indulgent, just talking about myself and my podcast at great length. Um, a lot of people actually seem to like these rambling episodes. But if you if you sometimes listen to my podcast and you think, hmm, he talks too much, which is an odd thing to think, I suppose, if you kind of thought, I'm going to listen to someone speaking English, but now he's speaking too much. Anyway, uh, if you ever listen to my podcast and you kind of think, oh, he, he talks too much, too much waffle, then... Um, you know, this episode might not be for you. But if if you're a long-term listener who enjoys these moments where I just kind of let my mind wander on the podcast, then welcome. It's nice to have you with me. I hope that you're doing well um, uh, and that you're not too busy. Although maybe it's good to be busy. We're going to explore that stuff later about being busy. Anyway, so um, this is going to be fairly unfocused stuff from me in terms of an overall topic. I'm going to talk about all sorts of things. But weirdly, I find that I can get a lot more specific when I'm not putting any pressure on myself. Does that make sense? I can kind of follow my train of thought and, you know, put it all into words. And that actually might make it more specific. I do have some aims for this episode, by the way. Uh, I'd like to update you on what's happening at Luke's English Podcast headquarters that's L-E-P-H-Q. And also to do a bit of general podcast admin. That's just kind of like to talk about things like recent episodes and an app update that you should do and stuff like that. So some admin. Um, and also to to look at some common expressions and collocations for being busy, talking about being busy. So there will be vocab. This episode could end up being long, uh, but let's consider that to be a good thing. Okay, Uh, you don't have to listen in one go. I've said it before and I will say it again. Your podcast app will remember where you stopped and you can then carry on from there next time. I have got some notes here on the screen, uh, mainly to help me keep track of what I'm talking about in some way. But it's not a full script, mostly. I've been writing these notes for a while. I, I sort of finished writing them yesterday evening but I've now decided to stop writing and stop adding to the notes and just start speaking and just start recording I've got a cup of tea cheers 
Mm, that's good. What kind of tea is it, Luke? It's it's English breakfast tea uh, with milk. The best combination. Some of you are thinking, milk? What? Yes, milk. You should try it. Um, if you want to know more, listen to episode 420, which is all about making tea and sort of doing tea the British way. Uh, rambling. So I am rambling. And it's rambling, not rumbling. I've said this before, too. I mean, after 750 episodes, I'm sure I repeat myself quite a lot on this podcast. I can't always say new things. Uh, Although I do have some episodes coming up covering topics that I haven't discussed on this podcast before, so there will be new stuff there. Uh, But rambling, not rumbling. I just wanted to point that out. It's R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G, rambling. Um, not rumbling, R-U-M-B-L-I-N-G. Uh, I say that because people always seem to make that mistake in comments and stuff. You know, like people will say, I like your rumbling episodes. You mean the rambling episodes. Rumbling is a sound. That's a rumbling sound, like the sound of distant thunder or maybe the sound of a train going through a station um, underneath your building that's a rumbling sound rambling is what i'm doing now it means talking in a slightly unfocused way it's often used in a pejorative way in a negative way people often say things like you're rambling as if rambling is a bad thing and you can you can use it to kind of criticize someone for example you might say stop rambling get to the point you might say that or people often use it in a self-deprecating way you know, they say, okay, I'm rambling now, but blah, 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 what I meant to say was, or, well, that's enough of my rambling. Or they say, oh, I'm just rambling now, sorry. I mean, we could look at some examples. I've got to make sure I'm sharing my screen now. Share my entire screen. Okay, so I can capture this. Pew. Okay. So we could look at some examples of people using the word rambling. Now, if I just go to uglish.com, hold on a minute, hold on a second. If I go to uglish.com, that's uglish.com, Y-O-U-G-L-I-S-H.com, and just search for the word rambling, Uglish is brilliant. Some of you might know about it already. Uh, English teachers like to use it. It's a great resource. Essentially, what it does is it searches YouTube for um, uh, samples of English. So if you want the word, you know, rambling, for example, right, if you want to know, if you want to get examples and samples of people saying the word rambling, uh, you just type rambling and it'll give you all these results, clips from YouTube. You can choose what different types of English you want. We're just going to go with UK. This is British English, this podcast after all. And we're going to just see how people use the word rambling. Okay, so here we go. Let's just have a little listen to some samples. So anyway, I'm rambling, but I hope that in some way answers your question. Thank you so much. Okay, that's that's Alan de Botton, who is a philosopher and writer um, in some sort of lecture situation. And it looks like it's near the end of the lecture. He's doing a QA, and a I think. That's where he's answering questions from the audience. And he, someone has asked him a question, and he's answered the question. And then, he, in his way of of saying, "Okay, it's time to stop 
now and move on to the next question. He says, okay, well, I'm rambling now, meaning I'm kind of just going off and starting to talk in an unfocused way, maybe moving away from the question. I'm rambling now, but thank you for your question. Was that what he said? Strictly. So, anyway, I'm rambling, but I hope that in some way answers your question. Thank you so much. Um, okay, that was, that's one example. Let's have the next example here. But actually, it was a chaotic place. Rambling and dirty. It was a right mess. Okay, so this is uh, Mary Beard, who's a historian, talking about... Um, I said, well, the title of the, of the video is Meet the Romans... So I guess she's talking about some uh, place, um, a, a place um, describing what it used to be like in the, you know, the days of the Roman Empire. And she said it was a, what did she say? Place, rambling and dirty. She said the place was chaotic. Actually, it was... It was a chaotic place, rambling and dirty. So rambling here, not to describe the way someone is talking, but rambling to describe the fact that it seemed to be an unfocused place with people moving in different directions. Um, chaotic in this sense. Let's have one more example. One Saturday night. Not that one. Not that one. <laughs> Thoughts and just keep okay. randomly okay. speak. This looks like uh, an example of someone using the word rambling. Um, so is this a video by an English teacher? It says how to improve your speaking st- skills pause for effect which is a good idea it's it's a good idea to pause for effect he's probably going to say that you shouldn't ramble let's hear or mumble over the top of thoughts and just keep rambling on and not letting their thoughts and the thoughts of their listeners sink in rambling speak or he's definitely arguing that you shouldn't ramble I think let's let's listen to what he says a bit more with a bit more context. A lot of people he's saying a lot of people are afraid of the pause. A lot of people are afraid of pausing when they speak, uh, and they want to just fill all the space with words. But this guy, I don't know who he is, is arguing that you you have to pause and leave spaces to really emphasise the points that you're making. I agree. I agree. Let's hear what he says. A lot of people are afraid of the pause. They generally speak or mumble over the top of thoughts and just keep rambling on and not letting their thoughts and the thoughts of their listeners sink in and just to plan what they're going to say. A pause at the right place can be very effective to one, show authority, two, to structure your speech, three, settle your nerves, and number four is to give your listener time to bed in the ideas and the message that you want to put across. Very good advice. So he's talking about pausing and the importance of pausing. Okay, anyway, I just thought I would give you some examples of people using the word rambling. Now, I've been accused of rambling in the past, and not just on the podcast. Sometimes I find it hard to contain my thoughts and give very pithy comments that get straight to the point. For some reason, I find it hard to be brief sometimes. It's something I'm working on. By the way, I was just interviewed by Martin Johnston for the Rock and Roll English podcast earlier this morning. Uh, I was on Rock and Roll English, and uh, that was really good. It was episode 250, uh, and uh, a a landmark episode for him. And 
I'm quite flattered because he chose to to interview me for that. Um, but I, I certainly have to be really. I had to kind of keep myself under control and be um, quite disciplined with myself because Martin's episodes are usually about thirty minutes long, and I was aware that I sh- really couldn't ramble. You know, I had to just give my response to his questions and give it in just a few sentences and hold my tongue. So I'm working on it. But anyway, as as I'm as I'm saying something usually my mind sort of pings around in different directions it may well be the same for you and I want to be able to express complex ideas and sort of capture all the things that all the directions my mind is going I think this is normal Um, I'll give you an example one particular teacher training meeting I gave a there was a, a meeting at the school I was I was working at one of the teachers was leading a training session and um the other teachers are sitting around you know in a in a horseshoe shape I mean, it's when the chairs are uh, kind of curved around the person leading the meeting the person leading in the meeting sits in the middle of the horseshoe and everyone sits around the edge in a kind of u shape or a c shape or a horseshoe shape and um and uh, you know i made a comment and i sort of went on a bit too long probably drifting away from the main point and the teacher leading the session the teacher was like one of my colleagues and I actually appreciated his directness but he he just said Luke you're rambling and all the other teachers were like uh, and I and I felt a bit embarrassed but it was right he was right in some situations you definitely just need to get to the point and keep it short and simple and like that guy who we heard, I should probably find out who that was, right? Like that guy that we just heard there on Youglish said, pausing and keeping it simple is also very important. I need to find out who that was now. I need to give him some kind of credit, don't I? Um, that was Alan de Botton. Then we had Mary Beard. And then we had a couple of examples of rambling that thoughts and just keep rambling. That guy, who is that? I need to at least mention who he is and what his youtube channel is and he might be an english teacher or maybe you're just a speaking coach ambling on a speaking coach for native speakers jimmy cannon public speaking coach okay that was a video he released about a year ago it's only got 354 views ah youtube amazes me sometimes some people do really good content and they 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 don't really get many views why not i don't know Anyway, uh, oh, it's a rambling, unfocused episode, this one. Uh, So I was saying that, yes, in a lot of situations, you shouldn't ramble. You should get to the point. You shouldn't waste people's time too much. But then in other situations, I do think it's okay. Like in episodes of the podcast like this, where the whole point is for me to just ramble. And the, the aim for you is, I hope, to just try and keep up with this. And try and notice bits of language as I go. Um, Yeah, so this podcast for me is a bit like a space that I've created in which I can just ramble on as much as I like. So I'm I'm essentially justifying it, but I think it's okay. Um, Rambling episodes are good because in theory, they require less preparation from me. And I can just talk directly to you, which I hope is engaging for you to listen to. So the thing about the preparation, that's certainly true today, um, that I just really needed to record an episode and publish it sort of today 
because as I'm going to explain later, things are very busy, things are very hectic here at the moment in my life. Uh, They may well be for you too, that's just normal adult life. But things are very, very hectic and it means that I haven't been able to devote as much time to making episodes as I would like. And so um, I needed, you know, I just needed this morning to record something and get it out. And I didn't really have time to prepare something really specific because that often requires a lot more work and preparation. So I thought, it's okay, I'll do a rambling episode. Uh, so that's that's an advantage of that, that it's in a way more efficient. Um, and when I need to upload something and I don't have much time, a ramble can be good. Um, yeah, less preparation. And also I can talk directly to you, which I hope is engaging for you to listen to, because you know when I'm talking to guests, that's probably interesting because you get to see my interaction with the guest and stuff. Um but the rambling ones, I hope, are, are more engaging because it's directly from me to you, just my voice. Uh, I also think that listening to unscripted speaking is really important so you can hear the natural things that happen when a, when a native speaker speaks their own language. And I'm talking about things like false starts, little pronunciation slips, little mistakes that we might make when we speak, starting sentences and then wondering how to finish them and kind of working them out, searching for the right words. These are all normal things that native speakers of any language uh, do. And so I think it's worth remembering that native speakers sort of don't speak perfectly. And it's good practice for you to listen to that kind of speech. Scripted speech, speech, scripted speech can make the speaker sound so perfect and flawless and lucid like they are all their thoughts are so clear and they're just expressing them in the most clearly clear and coherent way but it's not really like that in real life so you know i think it's worth listening to unscripted spontaneous speech So rambling episodes are when, in theory, I don't really prepare anything before I record. I say in theory because, in fact, what happens is loads of ideas just come into my head when I'm out and about or doing other things. And these are all ideas that I'd like to mention on the podcast. And it can be hard to remember those things. So I I note them down on my computer. I think, okay, maybe... Wednesday morning I can record. I'll just do a rambling episode. But then when I'm riding a bike or something, I'll be like, oh, I really want to make sure I say that. And so I might even stop and text it to myself. And then I end up creating a page with some notes on it. And then what happens is, in order to make sure I can remember to say the things I needed to say or felt I needed to say, I I end up writing them all down. And then I flesh out those notes And then before you know it, I've started to write a script. Um, And um, then what happens is I end up reading a script and then I'm not speaking spontaneously anymore. (sighs) This is complicated, isn't it? Are you still with me? I hope so. I hope you're still listening to this. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just emptying my thoughts into the microphone. I hope that uh, I hope that's interesting and engaging for you. Right. I'd like to do some housekeeping. Um, podcast admin. So one thing uh, I would like to tell you is this, that you should update the Luke's English podcast app. He says, looking for his phone. What did I do with my phone? I must have left it downstairs when I made that cup of tea, which I have finished. 
Um, but anyway, the Luke's English podcast app, if you've got it on your phone, update it. Make sure that it is updated because uh, recently uh, the um, – the, uh, what am I trying to say? Recently there were some updates added to the app just to fix little bugs and just to make sure it's fully in compliance with Apple's um, – requirements and uh the requirements of of android systems you have to make sure the apps are always up updated uh so make sure that your app is updated too so go to the app store and just if it says update just update it and that way the app should perform better if you ever have any glitches or bugs with the app it might be because it's not updated so make sure that you keep your luke's english podcast app updated just go to the app store luke's english podcast app um, if you haven't got it, get it. It's free. You can get the entire episode archive there. Um, another thing, Luke's English Podcast Design Competition. Uh, the winners, uh, Sylvia and Sarah, Adele, Lenka and Andre, uh, you were the f- four designs that uh, my brother and I decided to include in the um, merch store. So you guys were the winners. So if you're listening to this and you haven't heard episode 749, then, well, basically, congrats, you were the winners. Check your emails. I've sent you emails uh, asking for your information so I can, first of all, send you the £80 uh, prize. I'd like to do it by bank transfer or PayPal or something. So I've asked you to send me the details that will help me to to do that. But also, congratulations. (coughs) You won. And I'll be putting your designs into the merch store soon. By the way, listeners, yes, Luke's English Podcast merchandise is available. For example, this nice um, flask, a water container, right? Don't use plastic bottles and throw them away. That's, you know, we've got to try not to do that. So a stainless steel water, uh, what what shall I call it? Flask, water bottle. Uh, is a good alternative and why not get one with the Luke's English podcast logo on the front so you can show the world that uh, you're a you're a lepster uh, merch stores are open and you should know that sales periods happen throughout the year in the merch stores that's where they they give discounts and those are regular things so um, you know do check out the merch stores and you will find discounts so we are getting towards the Christmas period now so if you go to Redbubble or Tee Public, um, Luke's English podcast in both of those things, you might see that they're offering you know twenty percent off, thirty percent off, forty percent off, or something like that. So you can get your t-shirts or mugs or whatever, and you know, good gift, good gift idea maybe. If you know someone who is a fan of the podcast, you could get them some LEP merchandise. All right. I also want to say hello to any new listeners if you're still with me here. Uh, um, that's probably people who've come from YouTube and also maybe people in Taiwan as well because it seems that uh, Taiwanese listeners I, I've, I've gained some some listeners in Taiwan maybe after I was on a podcast a, 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 a Taiwanese uh, podcast for learners of English which is called Apex or oh, I can't remember the name of the podcast now Apex Language Learning uh, he says searching for it um uh, hold on bear with me i've got it in my podcast app here somewhere uh but 
Oh dear, I can't remember now because the 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 title of the podcast is written in in Chinese. But anyway, hello to listeners in Taiwan. I was recently on a on a popular Taiwanese podcast, and uh, so I might have gained some some listeners. And I noticed that Taiwan in my podcast um, rankings, I mean uh, top countries, Taiwan has sort of moved up and up and up the list recently. So hello to my Taiwanese listeners. Very nice to have you here. Welcome to Lepland, and also welcome to new listeners who people who've come from YouTube because recently I did some videos that went viral, um, and uh, I'm talking about things like the mountain and maybe the Umbrella Man and the Escaped Man. These are story episodes where I read short stories and then explain them and break down all the language. Now, some people will probably be thinking, just please, just do that, only do that. Just do stories. Can you only do stories, please, from now on? Um, well, I will do those stories as much as I can, but that's that's not the only thing I do on this podcast. I do other things too, like <laughs> ramble and stuff like this. So um, there will be more stories, but it's not going to be every single episode. I, I'd like to do different things because that's maybe one of the reasons why I've managed to keep doing this podcast over the years. Uh, it's because um the 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 variety it keeps it interesting for me um check out the episode archive on my website and in my app if you're new to the podcast there's like loads of other stuff there that's not on youtube uh download the app and explore the archive use the search bar to search for keywords so in the app at the top there's a search bar just search for keywords in there like story or stories and if you're on the website archive uh on my website episodes click that and you'll get the entire archive you can also do a if you're using a mac do a command f search for keywords that you're interested in if you're on a if you're on a not a mac a pc do a control f search and that will highlight instances of those keywords it might help you to you know find things that you're interested in um luke's english podcast premium is my paid podcast um, subscription and new episodes um, rev- there are new episodes available there I don't know if you've noticed it P32 reviewing all the language all the vocabulary from those Carl Pilkington episodes I did recently um, so it's just a chance for me to help you remember a lot of the vocab and then practice saying uh, the, those bits of vocab in sentences um, in my accent so check those out p32 parts one to four and some new new premium episodes are in the pipeline as always also listeners thank you for your emails and messages i like reading them and i often ask people not to be ninjas right i say to you don't be don't be a ninja get in touch so i ask people to get in touch with me but then my inbox becomes a bit overloaded and i get overwhelmed like oh god too many i can't reply to them all it's great to read your messages, but I can't respond to all the messages. So I'm I'm sorry for not replying to some people. Um, quite a lot of messages slip through the net. Um, but believe me, it is encouraging and motivating and inspiring to read messages from the people who listen to my episodes and use them to improve their English. As a teacher... So one of the satisfying things, and talking personally, one of the satisfying things about doing this podcast for 12 years, 12 and a half years now, is that I get a sense of 
how it helps people long term. Now, as a teacher, as an English teacher, what happens is you often see learners just for a while. It might just be a few weeks. You might teach them just for a few weeks sometimes, maybe a bit longer. But it's normally, you don't get that long-term, that sense of long-term progression. So typically, I would teach students for a few weeks, teach them very intensively for the period of time that they've chosen to to, to be in the classroom. I teach them very intensively, maybe maybe overwhelm them, you know, with too much input. It might feel like that sometimes. And then they move on with their lives. But the And, and you don't get a sense of how it's helped them long term. But the podcast gives me a sense of how my work can help people over time. And that's very encouraging. I think it's vital for people to know that their work has some kind of impact. So that's very satisfying. So that's one of the things that I like about receiving your emails is that it gives me a sense of, you know, I I like those those emails where people kind of tell me how they've used the podcast and, and how it's helped. The, what about the emails you don't like? Well, I don't know. Emails that sort of ask me to just... It's normally emails that just say very big questions and they ask me to solve them. Like, please, I, you know, please help me or to ask me to give them free lessons or ask to talk to me one-to-one. I, don't, I can't really do that. My time is devoted to teaching classes at the British Council part-time and then making episodes of my, my podcast... I don't actually do one-to-one lessons. I don't give, I don't do individual consultations. That's just how I've chosen to organise my time. Um, So there you go. Um, Other bits of podcast admin. Uh, News episodes coming up. I've got uh, an episode about counterculture. That's art and music in the 1970s. Um, and also an interview with the author and illustrator of some popular children's books, talking about her process for how she wrote the books and how she did the illustrations and stuff like that. So all about how to create children's books, successful children's books. Uh, I've got an episode with Amber and Paul, which I have recorded, and it's in the pipeline. It's coming soon. That uh, I think will be a little bit different and a bit fun. Uh, it was recorded outside, I mean, on location, with uh, my portable recorder. I'll let you discover that when it arrives, and it's going to come soon, okay? All in good time. Um, now, the main thing I wanted to cover here, he says after 35 minutes of rambling, I hope you're still with me. Some people are not. Some people have just have hit the ejector seat, and they've gone. Uh, but uh, those of you who are still with me, it's nice to have you uh, with me still. Um, so the main thing I wanted to cover here was about being busy and how we talk about this in English. And there are times in life when everything seems to happen all at the same time. Recently, for me, things have felt a bit like that. I'll explain why in a bit. I think it's a normal part of adult life, isn't it? And, you know, that should be no surprise to me after 44 years on this planet. But anyway, I thought I'd do an episode about being busy. The plan is here not just to ramble, but to present you with some language. It still feels like the introduction, doesn't it? But it's not. This is the main body of the episode. So I've what I've actually done is I've prepared a list of target language relating to being busy and how we talk about that in English. You might think, 
how did I make the list? Well, one, how do you, how, as a teacher, how do you collect target language? One of the things I did was just I sort of sat back and brainstormed ideas in my own head and just thought about how do I talk about being busy? And I just wrote down the sort of typical language we use for that. I also used a book, a dictionary uh, called the Longman Language Activator, which is a, it's a, it's a dictionary, but it's organized in a certain way to help you find phrases. So it's organized by themes. And one of the themes in the book is busy. And then they collect lots of expressions that we use to talk about being busy in various ways. So that's a very useful way to discover vocabulary. That's the Longman language activator. I would show you on the video, but I left the book downstairs. So uh, that's not, that's not, I'm not going to show you because I'd have to rush off and uh, it's too complicated. Uh, and also I use the Oxford Collocations Dictionary, uh, which is also downstairs. Um, I'm not sponsored by Longman or Oxford, although guys, if you're listening, you know, uh, uh, that could be a possibility. Uh, but anyway, I do find those books both useful for collecting language, which I can then teach. The Longman Language Activator and the Oxford Collocations Dictionary. And also, whenever I teach vocabulary, I kind of think to myself, right, what do people actually say? This is the factor. Like, what stuff do people tend to say these days? That's I think a better question than what is in the dictionary because a lot of you'll find a lot of words in the dictionary that exist in the language but they're not necessarily words that people use on a daily basis so the useful question to ask myself I find is what do people actually say what would I say and that's often a good uh, indication of the the kind of language I should be teaching I think so um why is life busy at the moment let me let me talk about that so First of all, I should say I feel very happy to be busy. Uh, the only problem is that I don't have time to get everything done. So I'm not complaining about being busy. Being busy is great. It just means that sometimes things get a bit frantic. And, you know, I, I want to have time in which I can record episodes. But then stuff comes in and stops me. So it's like that recording space gets sort of further and further away as other things have to be dealt with. Um, and so, you know, that's why over the last few weeks, I haven't been able to upload in the same at the same rate that I would normally upload. Um, so being busy is great. It's good to get things done. But it, it also means that, you know, I can't, you know, what am I trying to say? Oh, I'm trying to say... Uh, that it's yeah the problem is i don't have time to get everything done i um what i've tried to be healthy over the last four weeks i haven't been drinking any beer this is what you have to do when life throws challenges at you you've got to sort of make sure that you're physically and mentally in the right space to be able to deal with them <coughs> and that involves looking after yourself so i've been trying not to drink alcohol i haven't had any beer for about four weeks, uh, which has been... I've lost weight. Some I, I got the occasional comment from video viewers lately saying, oh, you've put on weight, Luke. Oh, you look a bit fat. Which is always not great to read, is it? I mean, you know, I don't know why people feel the need to do to write those things. 
Uh, but, you know, you you were compelled to write it and you wrote it. I don't mind. But anyway, I have lost weight, definitely. I had a bit of a beer belly because beer really sort of, if you drink beer every day, and I, I was drinking, certainly during the summer, I was drinking like at least one bottle of beer a day, which is not that bad for your health. I mean, the the medical advice is that you have to, you know, you shouldn't drink more than a certain number of units a week. And pretty much one bottle of beer, about 350 milliliters a day, isn't completely unhealthy. Is you know, arguably it's even healthy. I mean, especially if you're drinking um, sort of beer which is uh, which has not been pasteurized and stuff. The beer with some uh, uh, some microbes in it and stuff. It can be, it can be good bacteria in beer. Um, but anyway, it can sort of make your stomach expand. It's not just fat. It's not just that you, you, you put on weight. It's not just fat, but it kind of makes your gut swell up a little bit. That's what the beer belly thing is. You see people who drink a lot of beer, people who like to taste beer, they tend to have kind of a big belly. And, um, so I stopped drinking beer and the belly is flattened. It's amazing. Um, I recommend it. If you do drink alcohol and you want to lose weight, just stop drinking alcohol. It can be hard to break the habit, but you can definitely do it. And if you get through that adjustment period where you're like, oh, I really, you know, it's difficult to break the habit. If you can do it, the benefits are are definitely very good. Um, So I've also been trying to eat better, take time to meditate as well. And that doesn't necessarily mean sitting in the lotus position and going um like that. It could just be little moments in the day where you just become mindful and think about um, the thoughts that are going through your head and just try to find a moment of calm in every day. It helps to reduce stress. I really believe in meditation. I think it's great. It's something I'd like to do more. Um, On the subject of meditation... um, Do you remember Anthony Rotuno? He was a guy I spoke to about John Lennon and the Beatles on the podcast lately. Anthony has got uh, three podcasts. He's got uh, Glass Onion, the John Lennon one. He's got Film Gold, where he talks about films. And then he's got Life and Life Only. And I really want to recommend that you listen to his episodes about meditation. Um, Oh, dear. Life and Life Only Meditation. I'm Googling that. Um. Uh, what were the name? What what episode numbers were they? I can't f- I can't remember. But life and life only is the name of the podcast. And if you search the archive, it's not a super long archive. I think he's got maybe about fifty or sixty episodes in there. Uh, he's got a couple of episodes about meditation, and they're really good. He's re- he is. It's a very clear and persuasive. Um. Um, argument about why meditation is is useful and he does some little meditations he takes you through some meditations during the episode and I've listened to both parts of that and I found it very very useful and it really helped me to just like calm down and focus my mind a bit which is very important to help you um, with your mental health which obviously is vital um so anyway i've just been trying to look after myself um but why have i been busy come on luke get to the point okay so i've been i've 
we're moving flat. I talked about this in the summer. I said it might interrupt the podcast in some way. I thought that we would have moved by now, but it's the, the work on our new apartment has been dragging on. These things always take a long time, don't they? Work always drags on and on and on. So just basically to explain the situation, uh, we, we were looking for a place to buy, right? At the moment, we rent uh, our apartment and the rent is really high and um, there are, the apartment that we live in is nice but we're paying a lot of money for the rent and obviously when you rent that money just kind of goes down the drain right you're just throwing money away every month whereas if you own your own place at least it's an investment you you have to borrow money from the bank to pay for the mortgage the mortgage is the the name for a for for the money you borrow to help you buy a property, a mortgage. Um, so you have to pay the mortgage every month. So you still have to pay a lot of money every month, even if you own the place. But uh, that is not wasted money. The money goes, it's an investment every month because you are essentially buying back portions of your property every month until eventually after, what, 20, 25 years you have 100% equity of uh, of your property, 100% of ownership. So it's an investment every month. Even if you don't stay in the property for 20 years or 25 years and pay off the mortgage completely, it's still worth having the mortgage because you every month you claim a little bit more of the equity. And then when you choose to sell that property, you can hopefully make some more money and, you know, if you're clever about it you can then hopefully buy a slightly larger place next time but it's an investment so we were looking around paris is is crazy the the prices the property prices are crazy here like they are in a lot of you know big major cities and the property prices are going up at a, a, a very alarming rate where we started looking a couple of years ago and the price per square meter was like this. And then even over two years, the price per square meter has been climbing rapidly. So it's been very difficult to find a, a, a place that is the right size that we can actually afford that is in a part of town that we like. Uh, but we found something. Um, and to cut a long story short, we decided that we would uh, knock down a lot of the walls I'm sure I've said all this before, so I do apologise for repeating myself. But we decided to knock down a lot of the walls, redesign the place in a more efficient and functional way. Um, And um, so, and then move in. But to have all the work done, knocking the walls down, moving some walls internally, um, having new floorboards put in, uh, and other things, fitting new light fittings around the place and choosing where they are. That is, it, it's a huge uh, job, actually. And um, so it's been very busy, quite stressful, trying to oversee the work being done. Attempting to communicate with the guys doing the work has been difficult uh, for me, because obviously I've got to try and explain things very specifically in French. And it's it's hard, you know, I don't always have the words... I have to cheat sometimes and use, um, you know, online translators to help me translate. And also, some of the guys doing the work don't even speak French as a first language. Um, some of the, 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 the guys in the team are from Egypt originally. 
Um, and so, <laughs> so I, I'm trying to speak a second language. They're trying to understand a second language. And somewhere in the middle, we managed to make each other understood, make ourselves understood. So anyway, there's that. And it's like a, you know, a lot of mental load where you, where suddenly all the things you have to do in a day, everything gets compressed so that every minute counts in the day. Um, it's, it's complicated. Uh, a new kitchen. We ordered our kitchen from Ikea. Um, and uh, the delivery of the kitchen was an absolute nightmare. I have to say, Ikea did a, uh, you know, they really let us down here. It's Ikea and the company that they've contracted with to deliver the stuff. I won't go into all the details now, but basically it took them five attempts, five attempts to get the stuff delivered. And I say attempts, they didn't really even attempt it. I, I feel, I feel like the delivery company sometimes we're being dishonest. I'm not sure. I can't say for for certain if that's the case, but it certainly felt that way that they were saying, oh yeah, we've, we're like one time, one time they were supposed to deliver the kitchen. That's lots of boxes with, you know, all the kitchen that you need to then assemble. Um, so all the boxes, the whole delivery, uh, they were supposed to deliver it. This is the fourth time. And so my wife and I and our daughter were waiting outside the building so that we could open the door and let them in and make sure that they brought the stuff upstairs uh, as they were contracted to do. And we had an app which was supposed to keep us informed of the delivery time. And on the app, it said, the delivery will be here in 10 minutes. And then the app, the 10 minutes went down to zero and it said, okay, they've, they've arrived, said the app. They were nowhere to be seen, no van, nothing. And uh, my wife was on the phone to Ikea. Ikea were trying to contact the delivery people. They finally got through to the delivery people and the delivery people were saying, yeah, yeah, we're here, we're in the street, but there's no one here. Really? Now, also, we had uh, on the website, we had a tracker which allowed us to track the location of the van and for basically the entire afternoon, the van was in one place, miles away, outside the city, probably parked in a car park. <laughs> Meanwhile, they were saying, oh, yeah, we're here. We're in the street, but there's nobody here. Yeah, right. So, you know, just it's typical, isn't it? It's like Carl Pilkington with his fridge. But eventually the, the kitchen was delivered. And so then you have to make sure all the boxes match up with the list so i had we had to persuade them to take the boxes up the stairs into the flat and you know they didn't want to do it and i had to pass the phone to my wife who spoke very strongly to them in french and she persuaded them to go up so they delivered the stuff and i was like okay please hold on let me count the boxes uh, and i was there in the room counting the boxes as fast as i could meanwhile the guys the uh, the the workers who were uh, working on the flat were uh, doing sawing. They were sawing, chopping up some bits of wood with a with a circular saw, which was making the loudest noise I've ever heard in my life, like like that. And I had to like cover my ears. They didn't seem bothered. They're just like you know their their eardrums must have be must be completely destroyed. Um, they didn't seem bothered by it. But I, I was like holding my ears while trying to count the boxes, sweating. Like, oh, God, I've got to do this quickly. 
And I finally finished counting the boxes. And there were like six things missing. And I wanted to go downstairs to just sort of say, oh, there are six things missing. And I just want to note that down. Went downstairs with a paper to get signatures. They'd gone. There was just no one there. So they delivered the boxes. Didn't even bother to wait to get the signatures. They just took off. Very disappointing service. Oh, Ikea. Hmm. So there's that. Also teaching classes at the British Council. Preparing, recording, editing, publishing and marketing episodes of the podcast. If it's video, that takes longer. Looking after our daughter, who has been a bit sick, a little bit off colour recently. She's okay, but she's we, we uh, kept her at home for a couple of days, which obviously means that you've got to be with her because uh, she's still not at the age where she's just independently doing her own thing. She always wants to be looked after and demands your attention. So that means you can't do any work and all the other stuff. So lots of things to do. Right. How about you? I'm sure that your life's busy as well. Um, It's normal, isn't it? It's just adult life. That's just the way it is. But I mean, sometimes are busier than others. And it's certainly been a very crazy and madcap time here in Luke's English Podcast uh, headquarters. Right. Target language then. I I hope that you don't mind that it's been 52 minutes of me going on and on and on and that finally now I actually teach you some language. Well, if you don't mind, then you're probably not still here. If you're still here, good. Um, Okay, okay, come on. Target language then. Uh, Categories. So I've got categories of language that we use to talk about being busy. The first category is the word busy and just the pronunciation of it and some collocations, other words that often go together with that word. Secondly, the other, the next category is expressions for when you have too many things to do and you don't have time for everything. And then um, thirdly, just a couple of expressions for when being busy is good because having time on your hands and doing nothing is bad. Right, so the first one, the word busy. So I just want to highlight the pronunciation of the word. Busy, busy, busy. Busy like business. Business, busy. So it's not boozy or buzzy, despite the U. It's actually busy. It sounds like it's got an I in it. Now, if you say the word business, biz, you see it's got the same sound at the start of the word. Business, Most people remember that business is pronounced like that, business, but a lot of people forget that busy is also pronounced with a biz at the end. So that's hopefully a mnemonic that can help you remember that business and busy both have the same sound at the beginning. Okay, busy business. So just sort of that might help you remember that it's busy. So you could repeat that after me, busy. Yeah, not buzzy or buzzy, but busy. Uh, Collocations. So words that go with busy. So we say a busy time. For example, it's a very busy time at the moment. Um, or Now, I also want to uh, point out ways that we talk about our own lives and also ways that we talk to other people who we expect are busy. Because this is very important. You know, it's important to acknowledge that other people are busy. So you might say things like, I know it's a busy time at the moment for you, you know, 
Uh, but it, when you have a moment, when you have a chance, could you do X, Y, and Z? You know, it's the sort of thing you might write to someone in an email. So we'll think about how we talk about our own lives and also how we talk about other people being busy as well. It's, it's worth considering that. So it's a busy time. I know it's a busy time for you uh, to be extremely busy. We have, in fact, various adverbs that go before this adjective. So to be awfully busy, to be extremely busy, to be really busy, to be terribly busy, and to be very busy. Some people might say that saying awfully busy and terribly busy make you sound a bit posh. But I think that they're still nice collocations. Extremely busy is is a, is a good one. Uh, exceptionally busy or particularly busy. This is when you are even more busy than you normally are. So, you know, we are exceptionally busy at this moment or we're particularly busy um, at this time because it's, you know, the run up to Christmas. Desperately busy or frantically busy. That's when you're stressed out and you're busy. Um, And also we have little phrases like a bit busy or fairly busy or pretty busy, quite busy or rather busy, which mean, you know, a bit busy, let's say. And constantly busy. That's just when you're busy all the time. I've just been constantly busy these last four weeks, you might say. Okay. Uh, Second category, expressions for when you have too many things to do and you don't have time for everything. Here are some expressions for that. So you can say to have a lot to do, to have a lot to do. So, you know, I, I, I have a lot to do at the moment or I've got a lot to do. I know you have a lot to do at the moment. I know you've got a lot I know you've got a lot to do. So it's have a lot or have got a lot. If if you're saying to have a lot to do, watch out. That is possessive have. So don't put it in the continuous form. We don't say, I know you're having a lot to do. No, we don't put possessive have into the continuous form. You know, there are different types of have, right? There's the auxiliary verb have. I have done I have it, you know, I've drunk three cups of tea today. I have drunk three cups of tea, right? That's that's an auxiliary verb. That can be in the ING form. Having drunk three cups of tea this morning, I have to admit that I do need the toilet. So you can put the auxiliary verb of have in the continuous form sometimes. But if it's possessive have, for example, I have, I have, um, I have some water in this bottle that that possessive have is a state verb and so we don't put it in the continuous form so it's not i am having some water in this bottle but have sometimes means eat or drink doesn't it all right so you could say i'm having lunch that means eating and that's not a state verb gets complicated sometimes. Basically, to have a lot to do, but not to be having a lot to do, okay? Also, we might say to have an awful lot to do or to have a hell of a lot to do. I've got an awful lot to do at the moment. I can't really, you know, I can't really record that many podcasts at this point, which is a pity because I really want to, but I can't really do it because I just have an awful lot to do at the moment. Um, You know, lots of life uh, getting in the way. Um, You have have a lot of things to do, or to have loads of things to do, to have tons of things to do. Also to say, we, we also we say to have a lot on, okay? Sort of like, um, 
uh, you know, uh, where's where are Amber and Paul? They haven't been on the podcast for a while. Well, you know, they're both really busy. They they they've got a lot on at the moment. Like Paul has got a lot on. He's busy doing lots of things. He's doing a he's doing his one man show, um, and doing that doing that in different locations recently. So he has a lot on. Also, to have a lot going on. It's like, I know you've got a lot going on at the moment, but um, would you be, you know, do you have time to be on the podcast at some point? But, you know, don't worry if you're busy. I know you've got a lot going on, but when you get a spare moment, just let me know if, if you'd be available for a podcast recording sometime. It's the sort of thing I might say to to uh, someone I'd like to invite on the podcast. Uh, another nice expression is to be rushed off your feet. To be rushed off your feet. Um, I tell you what, I'm I'm rushed off my feet at the moment. I've been rushed off my feet at the moment. To be rushed off your feet. This means that you're always in a hurry because you have so many things to do. Rushing here, rushing there. I'm not doing that joke. Not today. I don't have time to go into the Russian joke. Uh, someone's going to, what? The Russian joke? What is the Russian joke? Just Google it. YouTube, Luke's English podcast, Russian joke. That that's all you need to know. Okay, so uh, I, I'm rushed off my feet at the moment. Also, we say to be up to your ears or up to your neck in work, or to be up to your ears or up to your neck in admin or marking. If you're a teacher and you have to mark people's homework, or I'm up to my ears in assessments. Again, for, for those teachers who have to write assessments for their students and then the assessments build up because you haven't done them and then you suddenly, oh my God, I'm up to my ears in assessments. I've got to get them all done. So to be up to your neck. So the work is like water in this case and the water level has risen and it's like up to your neck or your ears and it's like kind of difficult to breathe. Okay, to be up to your ears. Similarly, you could say to be swamped to be swamped a swamp is a place where there's lots of water in the ground it's not a pond because it's kind of mud and water together and if you walk into the swamp it's all very sticky and you might get stuck in it and you might slowly sink into the swamp right um there might be trees growing out of the swamp and kind of creatures living in it so a swamp um yeah, so to be swamped means when you've got far too much stuff to do and it means that it's um, uh, overwhelming you. So um, you're swamped means you're kind of stuck in this swamp where you can't really do much because you're surrounded by water and mud, which in this case means uh, work. So to be swamped. Um, also to be snowed under with something, to be snowed under with work. If you're snowed under, it means that snow has fallen. I mean, it's an idiom, right? So snow has fallen and you're kind of stuck in the snow. Maybe you can't open the door of your house because the snow is so thick outside. So I'm snowed under, meaning I've got too much work to do. Okay, snowed under with work. Uh, to be swamped, I've said to be overwhelmed. That's when there's too much and it's, ah, oh, I can't handle it all. I'm overwhelmed. We also say to have your hands full. To have your hands full, you've got things in both hands 
and uh, therefore you're you're too busy to do other things. So again, you might say, I, I know you might have your hands full at the moment, but could you, um, you know, could you answer this question for me? Or could you have a look at this thing for me? Or um, could you let me know if you're available for a meeting at some point? But I know you've got your hands full, so um, there's no rush, right? Another expression is to have a lot on your plate, right? I've got a lot on my plate at the moment. Sorry, I haven't been able to reply to your emails. I've got a lot on my plate at the moment, meaning you have a lot of things to do. Um, I was going to, I was actually going to call this episode, I have a lot on my plate. But then I thought, no one's going to understand what that means. They're going to think this is a food, uh, an episode about food. Um, (laughs) So I thought, no, I'll just call it how to talk about being busy in English. In fact, I'm the title of the episode I've just decided is going to be called An Unedited Ramble slash How to Talk About Being Busy in English. And I hope that some of you don't mind that you had to wait 50 minutes for the How to Talk About Being Busy in English part. Um, um, I'm just, my, just the, a thought occurred to me. It's a sort of self-critical thought, which is like, oh, I wish I... Um, sorry I'm not more funny in this episode. I always want to be funny in my episodes and my English lessons, just to make things more enjoyable. I feel like I haven't been that funny this time. Um, never mind that. Sometimes you get critical thoughts, right? Negative thoughts that come into your mind. And you really need to just block them out and not worry about it. As a podcaster, and I, I was talking to Martin from Rock and Roll English about this in his episode 250 this morning. Check it out, Rock and Roll English podcast. Uh, episode two hundred and fifty should be a, should be released by Martin in a, in a few weeks. We were talking about what it's really like to be a podcaster and an English teacher, and the sort of things that listeners maybe don't really realise or notice. One of those things is that when you're recording an episode, sometimes you do have a voice in your head which is saying, oh, you know, the, oh, you're doing it all wrong. Don't say that because they're going to think that and don't do that. And I just kind of really sometimes feel like saying, oh, shut up and blocking out those negative critical comments. Don't self-criticize too much. Obviously, it's good to be disciplined in what you do and to um, it's good to be disciplined and to try to um, get to the point and be efficient in your work. But at other times, you've got to just give yourself a break and not criticise yourself too much. Other people might criticise you, but that's their problem. You've got to just kind of block out the negative thoughts and just carry on, keep calm and carry on. So, yeah, to be up to your neck, up to your ears in work, to have a lot on, to have a lot going on, to be rushed off your feet to be under a lot of pressure, to be under a lot of pressure. Yes, um, if you've got deadlines at work, it's like, I'm just, how are you? You all right? You seem tired. Yeah, it's just work. I'm just under quite a lot of pressure at the moment. Um, so I don't really have time. You're going to come out for a drink with us? No, I can't. I just, I really need to get some rest. That sort of thing. Um to be snowed under, to be swamped with work, to be overwhelmed, to have your hands full, to have a lot on your plate. By the way, um, check the page for this episode on my website. I will put this list of vocabulary there. 
because some of you will be thinking, I want you to spell these words, Luke. Uh, check them out on the page for the episode. You'll be able to see them. You'll see how they are spelt and you can copy paste them into your vocab lists. You can expand on them there. Try and give your own examples. Talk about how busy you've been recently and try to use the, the expressions as well. How about some expressions to describe a busy time? So you could say a full day or a full month or a full year, right? I've had a really full year. It's been such a full year that we've had so many things to do. We've had a lot on this year. It's been a really full year or it's it's been a really full day today, okay? Hectic. Hectic is a nice word, meaning uh, one of those days where it's busy, busy, busy and you don't really have any uh, spare moments, to stop and relax and think. It's really hectic. I've been going to the new flat and then I had to rush off to the British Council for my lesson and then I had to come back to uh, be at home for the postman to deliver a package and then it's just and then I've got to go and pick up my daughter and make sure that I've got all the things that she needs uh, for her snack and it's hectic. I've been rushing around. Uh, I've been in a mad rush. There's another good one, to be in a rush, to be in a mad rush. It's all go, go, go. It's go, go, go at the moment. It's all go, go, go. Things are a bit mad. Things are a bit crazy. Things are a bit hectic. Things are a bit full on at the moment. Okay? There you go. Uh, And thirdly, expressions for talking about when being busy is good. Because Sometimes having time on your hands and doing nothing is bad. Like, for example, I don't know, maybe you're concerned about a friend of yours or a family member who, I don't know, maybe they've, maybe, maybe they've lost someone or maybe they've, um, maybe they've lost someone or, you know, maybe they're, 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 maybe their goldfish died and they're feeling really sad about it. I say goldfish because I don't want this to be too serious. So maybe their hamster died and you're really worried about them. So you call your friend and say, hey, you know, are you okay? Yeah, are, are you keeping busy? Are you keeping yourself busy? And your friend goes, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not bad. You know, I, I feel all right. I, you know, I'm, I've, mani- I've, I've been managing to keep myself busy. Or I've been keeping myself busy doing this and that. It's like, good, good. You know, do keep yourself busy. You know, don't just sit around doing nothing and... You know, keep yourself busy. Keep yourself occupied to keep yourself busy. Okay, I'm keeping myself busy or I've been keeping myself busy. Um, That's good. Okay. (sighs) All right, then. I've got to the end of my notes. It's just a blank page now. How was that for you, listeners? For me, I think you can tell it's, it's a bit of a hectic time. And I'm glad I managed to take this time to record an episode, 750, so I can get 750 published and out for my audience. And then I can then publish 751 because episode 751 is done. I've already recorded that. And I can now I've got 750 done. I've got I can now do 751 as well. It's very complicated to explain the logic of how I decide uh, on my uh, my episode publishing schedule. But basically, to cut a long story short, I decided that 
an episode I've already recorded would be 751. And then I thought, oh God, that means I need to do something for episode 750. Uh, (laughs) I won't go into it anymore. Thank you for listening, ladies and gents. Okay, let's just take this moment to just slow down a little bit. Okay, it's been a slightly intense episode where I've been talking pretty fast and going from one thing to the other, probably repeating myself a bit, saying things I've said before. But ultimately, I wanted to take the time to do a a rambling episode where I could release a lot of the thoughts that are building up in my head and maybe just reconnect with you, my audience, after doing various other non-rambling episodes recently. A rambling episode is good to reconnect with the Lepsters. So, Lepsters, listeners, I hope that you feel reconnected now. Um, how How's life for you? Busy? Quite possibly. Um, I hope that you're managing to keep on top of everything. Okay, don't forget to take those moments to just sort of slow down and stop and just reflect and try and find some moments of calm in your day. This is very healthy. Again, going back to those those episodes about meditation by Anthony Rotuno on his Life and Life Only podcast I mentioned earlier, I do actually intend to interview Anthony again specifically about uh, motivation. No, specifically about meditation. So I want to record a couple of episodes with Anthony about meditation. That's probably going to be in the new year. It feels it would it feels like it it's appropriate to talk about meditation and the benefits of it and the exercises you can do um, in the new year, right? So that's when people are making a fresh start. I think that's what I'm I'm, I'm going to do. So you can look forward to that on Luke's English podcast soon. Plenty of other things in my mind I'd like to talk to you about. Like the Beatles, the new Beatles documentary. Some people have asked me, are you going to do podcasts about it? Hopefully, yes. I mean, uh, uh, it'll be difficult for me not to talk about the new Beatles documentary, which is coming out on Disney Plus on Friday. Obviously, I'm very excited to get new Beatles stuff. Um, Some people are going, yeah, Beatles. So what? I prefer Queen. That's what some people are thinking. Yeah, Queen. Great as well. They are brilliant too. I just haven't got into them to the same extent that I got into the Beatles. Luke, it's time to stop now, okay? You have to know when to call it call it a day. Okay, let's call it a day here. No song, I'm not ready. I've got the guitar behind me on the wall, but I haven't been practicing recently, so I don't really have a song that I can do on the spot now. So that's going to have to wait until another time. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, and it's it's all good, isn't it? Everything's great. And I love having my audience. And uh, I hope that everything's fine out there in Lepland. Okay. Have a nice day, morning, afternoon, night. Be excellent to each other. Stay cool and calm and collected. Keep calm and carry on. I will speak to you again soon. But for now, it's time to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humor and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.